Porn hijacks your brain. Four ways that you can know. Welcome back for another podcast episode, Porn Brain Rewire. I'm Dr. Trish Lee, your hostess with the mostest. Uh, Okay, in today's episode, I want to build off of what we talked about last week. So in last week's episode, we were discussing how you can discern if you have healthy needs or unhealthy needs, and if you're meeting them in a healthy or an unhealthy way. And there was a lot to unpack there, and we started to. But the gist of it was, if you're going back to porn, you may have an unhealthy or healthy need, and you're moving towards something unhealthy to get it met. Well, today I want to expand upon that and move inside, go internally into your mind and help you be able to know when you can hear if it's the hijacker's voice you're listening to, to inform that decision, or if it's your true authentic capital S self. So let's dig into that today. So number one, we're going to talk about the voice in your head. Who is it sometimes? Who is it at other times? And how are you going to know? Number two, we're going to relate that to your brain performance pattern, highly functional, optimal green zone brain pattern, or dysfunctional strained brain or drained brain. It will help you be able to discern. And then of course, for today, number three is your brain hack strategy on getting into your journal so you can figure this out for yourself. Okay. So number one, let's break down this idea. And I've had As I'm sure you can imagine, I've had a couple experiences lately that, you know, after the fact, I'm like, where did that come from? Why did you do that, sister? And I'm talking to the, it's the voice in my head going, where did that come from? What is up? And I'm going to share that with you in a minute. But the idea is that we are always listening to the voice inside of our head. And a big message for today is don't trust that voice. Don't listen to it out of the gates because I made this decision about a month ago and man, I was so confident in it. And now I look back and I'm like, what is up? And so don't listen to that voice. You don't have to trust it. Get used to going into your journal and using the four markers I'm going to give you right now to be able to look for Is this Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde talking or is this the true authentic self? I'm going to teach you how to know, but don't trust that voice. That's the number one thing that I want to tell you, because if you are stressed and stress is the number one thing that is going to make your personality disintegrate, it's going to disintegrate from its highest, sharpest, most authentic self level by level. And if you remember, there's nine levels of integration in a healthy personality versus an unhealthy personality. This is something I teach in my 90 day program. So there's nine levels up at levels one, two, and three, you're rocking out your best life. Level one, you are just crushing it in flow, healthy, neuro-optimal brain pattern. Everything is coming to you and everything is getting done. Down at level nine, you are stressed, you're using force, not the power from within, you're pushing, you're grinding, you're making mistakes because you're making your decisions based upon an unhealthy, disintegrated, dysfunctional brain, lower case S self. So 
stress is the main thing that's going to make you disintegrate. So the voice will change depending upon where you're at. Now, this is the trickiest thing about disintegration. As your personality type or your authentic self is disintegrating into the stressed version of yourself, self-awareness is low. You can't even really feel it or see it until those levels raise again and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? So I, I've been working on this myself a lot right now. So that's why I wanted to share it with you. Okay. So anytime you feel the urge to go into porn, you can bet the farm that you're down in the lower three levels of disintegration because only the little s self, the ego, we'll call it for sake of ease, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, only that version of yourself needs to stimulate and to self-soothe. Because your true authentic self, it's using the optimal brain pattern. So that true authentic self feels peaceful and calm. And I was able to have these thoughts because last night I was doing my brain training session using the brain training headband in my sauna at 157 degrees, but my brain was 78% calm. And I wasn't even high-fiving myself because only my ego could high-five myself, but I was thinking, wow, I really feel so calm and peaceful. Even though I worked all day long, I parented via phone call and text all day long, young adults, but I could just feel that internal calm. And I'm like, wow, because it was validated by my brain training session, which helped to solidify it at the end of the night. That's the integrated version of myself, which allowed me to see the self of a couple months ago. Okay, so I will share that story with you in a minute, but I'm going to check my notes here real quick because here we go with the four markers. These are the four ways you can know you're using the lower version of yourself, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, your ego, versus these four other markers that can let you know your, your true authentic self and you are calm and peaceful on the inside and you won't need to self-soothe or self-stimulate. So if you're primarily in this lower self, you are going to make decisions based on these four parameters. Are you ready for it? Your ego, your Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, number one, wants to get. Getting. Getting is an ego mechanism. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, he wants to get pleasure. He wants to get validation from the outside. He wants to get escapism. It's more of a narcissistic bubble, as we know, and it's in a framework of get. Take, take, take. So think about that. Next time you're making a decision, it's like, am I getting something from this? Okay, and we'll come to uh, self in a second, but another mechanism is fear. Do you have fear in your core and are you trying to control? Fear and control is an ego, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde mechanism. Your true self doesn't need to do that. Number three is it is contraction. So if you feel yourself becoming overwhelmed and stressed, which is strained brain, which leads you into the screen. And of course the screen perpetuates, but when you feel contraction, like you're being sucked to the center of the earth, 
Contraction and isolation is a very easy way to know if you're in a contraction mode. If you're in a contraction, it is ego that is contracting and isolating out of fear, trying to control the situation to get. And then lastly, the fourth one is that it needs to self-soothe and to self-stimulate. Get, fear, contract, soothe, and stimulate because it's not in peace and it's not in joy and it's not engaged in a purposeful life. That's the lower S self. Now let's compare and contrast to your higher, most authentic self that would never need porn. And it's going to lead you to the brain hack strategy for the day because this is an amazing thought behind how you can leave porn easily. And I should make one quick video after this because you can leave porn easily if you can learn to make this distinction and stay in your true self. So your true self wants to give. Your true self wants to give. It doesn't need to get. Giving is what feels good. And giving is inherently expansion. It gives. It loves. So if you are thinking about giving to the world or giving to your people, giving to your partner, giving to your employer, giving to your community, and it's out of love, not fear, not control, you know you're on the right track. And it leads to expansion. And expansion leads to sharing, not isolating. So let me put a bow on this and then we'll move forward to the brain pattern. If you're acting out of the hijacker, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, lower S self, you will want to get out of fear and the need to control for safety and security. And it will lead to contraction, which most easily can be identified as the desire to isolate, to self-soothe and self-stimulate. That's going to be your filter. Am I making this decision out of ego versus your true authentic self is on purpose. So it wants to give and serve. It wants to share love. It would never attack. It doesn't have fear. It doesn't need to control. It trusts and has faith that when you're on purpose, everything will work out. It always does. So the idea is then it leads to expansion and sharing. And faith takes faith. It takes courage in the face of fear. So when you feel that fear, you can go, not today, not today, ego, not today, Mr. Hyde, because I can choose to love and expand, give and serve. And one easy way, this isn't the story, but... Every time I come home from Costco, yeah, I know, balling on a budget at Costco. It's not even that much of a budget with the family that I feed. But every time I come home, my husband immediately throws his arms up and goes, that's never going to fit in the fridge. And I go, dude, this is literally what I do. Dude, you tell me this every week. It always fits in the fridge. So like, it's just like he gets overwhelmed by the amount of food that we have. And he goes into contraction control, overwhelm, telling me what to do, commanding and controlling because the food's not going to fit in the fridge. So when I remind him gently, dude, it fits every week. 
then he can shift out of that fear-based mode. And there's probably something more underneath it, but I haven't taken the chance to psychoanalyze it. That's his job. But I'm able to stay in a place. I don't yell at him. I just go, babe, fits every week. Let's, instead of going there, help me get this stuff in the fridge, right? So I stay in love. I stay in peace. I stay in joy, knowing it's all going to fit in the fridge. I stay in expansion. I crank up some tunes. I I recruit the troops to help me put the stuff away. And we have a good time doing it. And it's mostly for all of them. You know, I got protein bars for Declan. I've got grass-fed beef sticks for Seamus. Uh, I've got hair and beauty products for my precious Sertia. I've got the celery drinks for Cosmos. So the idea is none of that stuff's for me. I don't even eat any of that stuff. It's not me getting it for me. It's getting it to share with my peeps. Okay, so let's move on to the brain function. I promise I'll put a bow on it quickly, and then I'll tell you the story that happened recently. And it, it's, it's inconsequential, but man, blew my mind. So moving on to number two, the brain function pattern that's behind capital S self versus little s ego. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So I already told you the green zone is your brain is using alpha and low beta in the middle. And when you're in the middle, you can make calm decisions. You don't have to control. So that brain pattern is one of calm focus. It's flow. Your life is flowing opposed to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is exactly that. It's pendulum brain swinging back and forth. High highs, low lows, strained brain, too much fast speed, too much slow speed, leading you to feel wired and tired, leading you to feel like you want to self-soothe and self-stimulate and escape, isolate. So when you go into porn, it literally is creating your lower S self. We know this. I was just reading a new study from 2023 about porn and how in 10 to 30 years, our community, and it was in the United States, but our global community will have epidemic problems of mental health was the main thing it was focused on and body and self image issues because consuming porn makes you feel less than the actors and the scenarios that you're seeing that are a distorted unreality. So it's beginning to create this lower S ego self in the global community, people everywhere. So we're going to hit a tipping point of more anxiety, more depression, more of all the stuff that comes out of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's why I'm here. I'm on a mission. I want you to become your authentic self. So We can literally heal the world together one brain at a time. All you have to do is focus on yourself. You don't even have to focus on your husband who refuses to see all the stuff's going to fit in the fridge. All you have to do is stay in love and expansion, giving, serving, being happy, staying calm. Okay, so moving on to the story. Now, the story is really inconsequential, but this is what happened. So you know how I've basically recovered from toxic mold poisoning. Thank the stars. Um, But I wanted my adult, my young adult children who live by themselves, two of them live together. I wanted them to test their apartment and their bodies because my husband, don't even get me started on this story. He insisted that our oldest son, my bonus son, take this mattress from our house before we moved out and moved back in. 
Mattresses are the number one thing that become mycotoxic because they're so porous. So my two kids have this mattress in their apartment for the last two years. I'm like to the hubs. I'm like, dude, what were you thinking? And then of course they will not get rid of this mattress driving me insane, driving my ego insane. I'm like, please get rid of the mattress. I'll Venmo you. Let me know how much it costs. So a couple months ago, I'm like, I need these kids to test themselves because my daughter has been sick, very sick for quite a while. I mean, she probably has mold poisoning, right? I text my bonus son, incoming parental texts, get ready, which I never do this to him. So it is like a paragraph long, long story short, which my soul is embarrassed to admit it, but I'm here for the example. I, I purchased tests and mailed them to their apartment. A thing I would never do. Very out of character for capital S Trish, capital T Trish. Mailed it to them and told them, take the tests. So what does that sound like to you? Fear, control. It's definitely contraction because that's not how I roll in parenting. It's definitely, you know, I want to get the results so I can know what's going on with them. They don't even want to know. They have not taken the tests. It's months later, but now I'm in a different place where I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to like get those tests back because they cost me a lot of money and I can use them elsewhere. But I look at that text and I'm like, what were you thinking woman? Like it was just a fear-based text trying to control their life situation. So regular capital T Trish, I will show up and support my kids. I will guide them. I will ask them if they would like a suggestion, I will offer them my help. And then when they agree, I will do exactly what they need me to do every time. Like that's how it always unfolds. They call me all the time. The, the other kids especially call me all the time and they go, I have a situation. Last night I got uh, a text from my precious Fiona who's away at school. And it says, I have two very stressful questions for you, but not right now because I'm driving. And I'm like, call me anytime. Stressful questions are my specialty. Winky face. So she knows I can stay in love. I'm not going to judge her. I'm not going to tell her what to do. I'm not going to control her. I can help her expand, come out of that contraction mode just by our brains will attune and by being me being able to stay in that space. But I look at that girl and I, I think, I wonder what was going on because I definitely was stressed out. And this is the point. My self-awareness was low. I thought I nailed it in the parenting department when I mailed out those tests. I was feeling like a champ. So like now I look and I'm like, whoa, you must have been in a weird headspace, girlfriend. So it even happens to all of us. You know, I'm not perfect, but I'm trying desperately on this journey to not go into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and to stay as my authentic self. Okay, so let's move to number three, which is your brain hack strategy for the day is to get out your journal, get out your pen and Write down those four things. I'm going to tell you them again for each one, but then figure out what that looks like for you. So ego, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde is gets, fears and controls, contracts and isolates, and needs to self-soothe and self-stimulate. Getting, a lot of time it's validation. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. Your true authentic self gives, loves, expands, and shares. You can stay in peace no matter what's going on. And man, does that feel amazing. People ask me all the time when I talk about brain training and brain rewiring, 
Is it possible? Is it actually possible? I'm telling you, it's actually possible. I have it 99.9% of the time. And man, that 0.01% is like, ugh, when I see it, it happens like once a year. And literally the one time a year it happens, I'm like, where did that come from? So we're, you know, we're all a work in progress. So for me, I, one thing, another thing just to share for, with this brain hack strategy of like, you know, for you, and especially if you've dug into your personality type, like I've taught here before, you know, I'm a five. So Enneagram five, I'm a five. Fives like to be smart. So being smart is an ego mechanism because if I'm smart, then I get validated for my smartness. But what I try to do at all times is to not necessarily be smart, but to be of service with what I know. So I thought this last night coming out of the sauna is like being smart when I need to be right or when I need to be smart or when I need to control and do things myself, I've named it self-righteousness. So when I'm being self-righteous, I'm not tapped into capital Trish. I'm little Trish. And it's because of stress, because of ego, because of wanting to control my precious children to help them navigate the world. But they're young adults now. They have to navigate it themselves. So capital T Trish shares and wants to teach and serve and help other people. That's a real discerning factor for me personally. So go into your journal, especially if you know your personality type, figure out what's like a one-off that you can tell yourself, oh no, I'm going there. Instead of, you know, oh, let's rise up into the levels of integration and not disintegrate. Figure out one thing that you can tell yourself. And I now know, any parental text like that is a major red flag. Delete that baby, go do something healthy to offset stress, get myself back up to the levels so I can be the best version of myself. All right, I hope this helps you out. That's how you can hear the hijacker's voice in your head opposed to the true authentic self that you want to be and that you deserve to be. And when you are that version, there's no need to self-soothe and self-stimulate through porn. All right. I hope this helps you out. If you're looking for more help on the journey, please go over to drtrishlee.com. I offer my 90 day porn brain rewire PBR um, program. It's digital. It's self-guided and self-paced. You can move through it. It has everything you need to unpack this and a lot more to be able to move through porn recovery. Now, let me give you the one liner because I just remembered and I will make another short video is that when you do this, you literally don't need porn anymore. Porn is serving that dysfunctional brain pattern that gets you these behaviors. So when you don't have the dysfunctional brain pattern and you no longer are acting in these controlling, getting, you know, fear-based ways, when you're not doing that, guess what happens? Your brain shifts to the functional brain pattern and you don't even want porn anymore. So you've probably heard people's journeys where it's easy to leave porn behind. It's easy because porn's just not necessary to self-medicate anymore because you've become this version of yourself 99.99% of the time. The other 0.01%, you're gonna do what I do. You're gonna go offset that stress and get yourself back up to the top levels. All right. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. And until next time, control your brain or it'll control you.